What's up, fans? Welcome back to the show. Guys, time of the Brize. Your host, the Brize, is back. It's December 15th, 2022. It's a Thursday, so you already know it's Thursday Night Football. I hope you guys had a great day today. But yeah, we have Thursday Night Football. We got the Seahawks going up against the 49ers. So who's going to win tonight? I got the CL Seahawks winning tonight against the 49ers. Uh, that's going to be my pick tonight, so let me know how you guys feel about that. Obviously, the 49ers are looking pretty damn good right now. The offense is clicking. Nice to see Christian uh, Christian McCaffrey in the mix. But also, Debo Samuel, Crazy Chris's boy, he's out. He's injured. So uh, that, that definitely changes the whole entire situation for San Francisco. And they're playing in Seattle tonight, so it's going to be very loud there. Uh, I think the fans play a difference in this game tonight. But, yes, uh, Debo, Debo got hurt. Um, so, well, so we'll see. Uh, let's, let's look at this injury report right now. So, yeah, Debo Samuel, he's out. So that definitely changes the – that definitely changes that offense a little bit. And then Brock Purdy, guy, first ever quarterback in his first career start to ever defeat Tom Brady. And, man, the 49ers kicked a Buccaneers' ass this past Sunday. So now on short rest, they got to play tonight. Brock Purdy, he's questionable. So we'll see if he gets to play tonight. But, yeah, he's the first quarterback ever in NFL history to win his first career start against Tom Brady, the GOAT himself. So that's that's pretty amazing. So congrats to Brock Purdy, but we'll see if he went if he plays tonight. Who knows? You know he's questionable. Debo is out, so the offense is going to look a little crazy tonight. So that's why that's another reason why I picked the Seattle Seahawks. I just with that offense being hurt and you know a lot of uncertainty there. I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks winning tonight. Hopefully, Geno Smith has a big game because I have him in my fantasy league and my um, brother's friends league. I'm in the playoffs right now, so I have to win this week if I want to win that money and move forward uh, in the playoffs. So, Geno Smith, have a game tonight, buddy. I know you can do it. So, Seattle, San Francisco, place your bets. Get your fantasy football lineups ready to go. It's going to be a good one. Division matchup in Seattle. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a good one. 8.15 p.m., as always, on Amazon, Amazon Prime Video. So, watch some football and enjoy yourself tonight so yeah we got that game going on and then I also want to talk about something that the NFL is possibly discussing they're discussing um, possibly for next year during the offseason about possible ejections of players for roughing the passer penalties now I'm pretty sure this is the game of football right okay I just want to make sure because football is a contact sport you're going to get hit and I know over the years the NFL has tried their best to protect the quarterback because obviously that's where all the money is. That's where all the marketing comes from. That is your the number one player. He is the leader of the football team. He makes that team valuable. That's where all the TV rights come in and all these sponsorship sponsorships come in. You know, it's Mahomes versus Allen or Justin Herbert versus Lamar Jackson or Herbert versus Mahomes or Allen versus Jackson. High-profile quarterbacks, all great quarterbacks in my opinion. So obviously the NFL is going to do its best to protect the quarterback. So obviously over the years we've seen a lot of roughing the passer penalties called more often than usual which it is what it is but now they're the nfl is discussing possible ejections for this so is this even football anymore i mean you might as well just put the the freaking uh flags on quarterbacks because obviously we can't hit them no more i feel bad for defensive players because they can't play defense anymore 
You know, quarterback gets hit. That's part of the game. Now, I understand sometimes when hit looks vicious, maybe call a penalty, but we're going to eject a defensive player for doing his job. His job is to tackle people, which includes the quarterback. Like, the quarterback has the ball. I'm going to tackle him as a defensive player. That's it. So now the NFL is possibly going to discuss that, uh, possible ejections for roughing the passer penalties. I think this is bullshit. I really think this is because this is football, man. Like, we're going to eject a defensive player for doing his job. He's getting paid to hit people, to stop the ball from progressing forward. So maybe they don't score a touchdown. That's his job. And now you're going to eject the guy for roughing the passer or for hitting the quarterback? Yeah, might as well just put flags on him. I mean, might as well. Two-hand touch or something. I think it's ridiculous, and I really hope it doesn't get passed. They'll probably do something like they did a few years ago, reviewing pass interference penalties. That was a disaster. So they'll probably test this out for next season, and it's going to be a worse disaster than the pass interference reviews. So I really hope they discuss it and doesn't get passed because really at that point football dies. You know, you might as well just call it flag football at that point. So yeah, I think this is bullshit. I think this is really stupid and ridiculous. I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, I saw this the other day. It's kind of a big topic, but yeah, they're going to talk about it during the off season, obviously, see what they can do. But I just, I don't know, man, <laughs> ejecting players for doing their job. I don't know. It is what it is. You know, that's the NFL. That's football nowadays. you got to protect the quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I, I really think this is really fucking stupid. So I want to hear from you guys how you feel about the NFL discussing penalties or ejections, rather, for roughing the passer penalties. I think it's stupid. And really, really, it takes away the excitement of the game. You know, like a big hit. We don't really see that many big hits anymore. But the big hit like that, you know, obviously not on a quarterback, but, you know, a sack, you know, a regular sack could be called roughing the passer and that guy could be ejected. So what happens to Joey Bosa, you know, obviously he's injured prone, but when he does play, or TJ Watt even, and he's injured prone as well. But when those two guys go after the quarterback, uh, tackle him, Rough, roughing the get a roughing the passer penalty and then you get ejected from the game. You think people are going to watch that game now? I mean, you know, at that point, you know, I mean, obviously me being the football fanatic, I will. But other people are just going to be like, well, he's ejected. He's my favorite play, player. What's the point of watching this game? So I really hope the NFL shuts this down, this idea that ejections are possible for roughing the passer penalties. This is football. It's a contact sport. You know, if you don't want to do it, then find something else to do. I'm sorry, but this is bullshit. It really is. I mean, the quarterbacks are already protected enough. Now we're going to eject defensive players for rough, quote-unquote roughing the passer. No, I think this is stupid. It really is. So hopefully the NFL shuts this down. How you guys feel about it, let me know. But, yeah, definitely a, a big topic to talk about during the offseason after this season is over. So, yeah, you got that. And then on to some upsetting news. Uh, this past uh, Monday, I do believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Monday night. Uh, coach uh, Mike Leach from Mississippi State. I remember him from Texas Tech. You know, all those years, you know, he was a funny guy. Very innovative in the offense. Um, and then, obviously, he went to Washington State for a while. And then he went to... He coached recently at Mississippi State. He passed away this past Monday. So that's very sad, very upsetting. You know, one 
one of the m- most uh, entertaining coaches I uh, I seen around. But yeah, he was definitely a good coach. Uh, Texas Tech, he had some really good years there. Washington State kind of put them back on the map, and he was doing decent with Mississippi State. So yeah, very sad to see him uh, go. Yeah, he passed away this Monday. Very tragic. All the tributes um, went out, obviously, from former players, you know, celebrities, anyone who knew Mike Leach. I never knew him. Obviously, I've only seen him on TV, and yeah, he was a funny guy, man. He 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 seemed like a very good coach. He seemed like a really good dude, man. And it's just sad, you know. He had a, a heart complication, uh, and he was only 61 years old, man. Yeah, he had a heart condition or complications from related to a heart condition. And yeah, he was only 61, so very sad, uh, very sad to see that. But yeah, rest in peace, Mike Leach, uh, Coach Leach. Um, definitely, definitely a very funny guy. Uh, definitely a top coach in my opinion. You know, to coach at three big schools in my opinion: Texas Tech, Washington State, and Mississippi State. You know, that's a that's a great life there. But yeah, unfortunately, he is gone. He has passed, and uh, yeah, it's sad, man. It's very sad. Uh, just very unexpected. You know, we heard reports that he was in the hospital in critical condition, and you know next day he, he was gone so so yeah rest in peace peace mike leach yeah we're all gonna miss you you know you were a funny guy you really were and you were a good coach so rest in peace and yeah definitely some sad stuff there so uh so yeah we got that uh, yeah i know i don't really i don't like to talk about sad stuff on this podcast but you know it's sports and you know you, he's a coach you know one of the more entertaining coaches out there, more well-known, I should say, in all football, not just college football, but in all football. I think anyone who was coached by him loved him, appreciated him. You know, he did he did some good things um, for college football. So, yeah, you got that. But, yeah, figured, you know, this is a sports podcast, had to add that in. So, so yeah, rest in peace, Mike Leach. So we got that. We got the NFL tonight. Um, so on to week 15 already, guys. So yeah, guys, time to prize. Uh, fantasy football playoffs have begun tonight. Uh, your boy, the prize, missed the last playoff spot by bench points. That was the rule this year. If two guys had uh, total mile points at the end of week 14, which is the regular season for us, and it came down to the bench points. Whoever had the higher bench points was going to get a, a playoff spot, the higher playoff spot. And I got beaten by Trevor Mizzy. So tra- shout out to Trevor Mizzy. He got the eighth and final playoff spot for the guys' time of the prize fantasy football league. So congratulations, Trevor Mizzy. I hope you do well. You know, you've been kicking ass the past few weeks. So yeah, finish strong, man. I hope you do well. But yeah, our playoffs start start tonight, so it's gonna be a close one, man. Uh, I'm gonna say good luck to everyone involved. Crazy Chris is in the playoffs, so congrats to him and good luck to him as well. I hope he kicks some ass. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So yeah, 49ers and the Seahawks. Bryce making his picks as usual. So tonight, as you guys know, I got the Seahawks winning that one. So you got that, and then Saturday we got three Saturday games, the trifecta. Of, of games so yeah cra- crazy uh weekend already you got the colts at the vikings i like the vikings in this one i think they bounce back the colts are really not a good team this year no identity so i got the vikings winning at home the ravens at the browns i like the ravens winning this one 
maybe with with or without Lamar Jackson. Who knows? We'll see what happens there, but I still think they get the victory. So I got the Ravens winning that one, and then you got the Miami Dolphins going against the Bills. The Dolphins did not look good this past Sunday night against the Chargers. They really didn't. And Buffalo playing at home, that's always a tough one, so I'm going to go with the Bills in that one as well. So those are your Saturday games. Place your bets. Should be a good one. The trifecta this Saturday. So they have first games at 1. That's the Colts and the Vikings. Ravens and Browns start at 4.30. And then the night game is the Dolphins at the Bills, uh, 8.15 p.m., all on the NFL Network. I'm sure a lot of you have it. So, yeah, watch watch some games, play some bets. It's going to be a good one. So and then all the other games, Sunday, obviously, December 18th, you got the Falcons at the Saints. I like the Saints in this one at home. So you got that. Steelers at the Panthers. I like the Panthers showing some fight. Um, last week, especially with a five and eight record and getting rid of Baker Mayfield, uh, they're still they're still fighting, man. So you gotta give them that. But yeah, I like the Panthers winning that one. The Eagles, twelve and one, already clinched the playoff spot, going up against the uh, three and ten Bears. I like the Eagles in this one. I'm really curious if they're gonna uh, start any of their starters. You know, they'll probably play for a little bit, but it'd be stupid if they play a whole game, especially since they already clinched a playoff spot. So we'll see what happens there. Even with that situation going on i still think the eagles are going to take care of business so i got them beating the bears the chiefs at the texans i got the chiefs winning that one you got the cowboys at the jaguars i like the cowboys even though they struggled last week against the texans they found a way to win uh, but and i think they continue that against jacksonville who took care of business last week yeah i was gonna say who did they play uh, let's see, week 14, the uh, Jaguars, yeah, they beat the Titans 36-22 last week. So see if that momentum continues, but I don't think it will. I got the Cowboys winning on the road against the Jaguars. You got that. And the Lions at the Jets, man, it's a big game for the Lions. You know, past two weeks I picked the Lions to win, and they've won both times. Now they're on the road again against the New York Jets. Don't sleep on the Jets. I mean, they're a decent team, man. But the Lions, how they've been, they've been playing really the past month. I think they've won the past five, uh, last five out of six games or six out of seven games, something like that. And they're playing some good football right now. I'm really impressed. I really like what I'm seeing from the Lions. And so I continue picking uh, with my pick. I'm going to pick the Lions in this one, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you heard correctly. I know. Three straight weeks picking the Lions to win football games. It's crazy enough for how much the Bryce criticizes the Lions. You know what? They've been showing me that they are a good football team, that they they possibly could get a playoff spot if they continue to win and continue to play how they play. Got to fix up that defense a little bit, you know, giving up too many big plays, but our offense takes care of business. And then once you get those pieces together, everything will work out well. So, yeah, I got the Lions winning this one at at the New York Jets in New York market. Lions are winning that one. So I got the Lions in that game. You got the Cardinals at the Broncos. I like uh I like the I don't know, both teams are really shitty. Uh, Colt McCoy looked pretty good in a uh, replacement for the injured Kyler Murray, so who knows if he's going to play. Doesn't look like it, but I like the Cardinals on at home or on the road rather because the Broncos suck really bad so yeah you got that and then you got the Patriots at the Raiders I like the Patriots in that one you got the Titans at the Chargers I like the Chargers winning that one I think winning on Sunday night gave them a a confidence boost a momentum boost and I think they continue that momentum moving forward I like the Chargers winning that one you got the Bengals at the 
Buccaneers. Buccaneers are terrible terrible this year, so I got the Bengals winning that one. And the Sunday night football game, you got the Giants at the Commanders. I like the Commanders in this one. That's going to be my wild card pick uh, for Week 15. So, yeah, I got the Washington Commanders beating the Giants in their um, division game there. So that's Sunday night, 8.20 p.m. I got the Commanders winning that one. And then Monday night football, you got the Rams at the Packers. I got the Packers winning this one as well. So, yeah, those are the picks for the Bryce Week 15. How did I do? I want to hear from you guys. Place your bets. Get your fancy football lineups ready to go. If you guys are in the playoffs, good luck. Get Kick some ass. Win some money. It should be a, should be a good one. should be a, should be an interesting week, uh, week 15. It always is. So, yeah, you got that. And then on to some hockey. So, yeah, um, last night the Wings lost 4-1, to and then I think the other night uh, they got shut out one nothing by the Carolina Hurricanes. So I don't know what the hell's going on with the Wings, but they got to wake their asses up. <laughs> you know, I know it's, it's still kind of early, but like I said in, um, a few episodes ago, playing hockey – and winning games in the summer is key to success. Obviously, you got January, February, March, April, and then I think the playoffs start like end of April, early May. So you have to really set the tone in December and then obviously continue on from that point forward. And yeah, the wings they're not they're not winning any games, man. You know, and they got they definitely need to get their shit together. But yeah, I was watching uh, some games on Tuesday night. We witnessed some history. Yeah, Alexander Ovechkin scoring his 800th goal, and he did that by a hat trick. I mean, that's crazy. He gets a hat trick, and his third goal happens to be his 800th goal of his career. So pretty amazing stuff there. He's one of the best, obviously, in this generation. He's definitely the best, in my opinion. The guy's a goal-scoring machine. Obviously, he only has one Stanley Cup to his name, and then obviously is uh, – Longtime rival Sidney Crosby, also a great hockey player. Yes, I will say that as a Red Wings fan. You guys can give me shit about it if you want, but he is a great player. He's got three Stanley Cups. It is what it is, but Alexander Ovechkin is always fun to watch. But yeah, he gets a hat trick, and his third goal is his 800th goal of his career. So congrats to Ovi. You know, it's you're in an elite company, man. You're up there with Gordy Howe and the great one himself, Wayne Gretzky. So. Yeah, can he beat Wayne Gretzky's record? I don't know, man. Uh, anything's possible in life, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, you, you had that game going on um, Tuesday. And then what game was I watching? I was watching the Vegas Golden Knights and the uh, Winnipeg Jets game. That was a good game. The Vegas Golden Knights ended up winning 6-7, back-and-forth matchup. That was a pretty good one. And, obviously, you had Washington against the – Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks, not a very good team this year. Uh, the Capitals end up winning 7-3. Ovi gets his hat trick. He gets his 800 goal uh, of his career. So definitely some history being made that night. And then, yeah, the Red Wings lost one nothing against the Carolina Hurricanes, and then they lost to the Minnesota Wild last night 4-1. to So, yeah, Red Wings, get your shit together. You know, you got to start winning some games. Yeah, we got some games on tonight. Uh, Thursday, but you know me, I'll probably be watching football. Maybe I'll switch the channel and watch some watch some hockey. But yeah, you got some games on tonight, uh, December fifteenth. Got, got a big old, big schedule. You got the Kings going against Boston, Boston or no, nope, typo. My bad. You got the Columbus Blue Jackets 
<clears throat> my laptop's been acting up all day, so I do apologize. Let's go to Thursday. I want to see the Thursday games. There it is. So, yeah, you got the Canes going against the Boston Bruins. Bruins, uh, best team, it seems like. Uh, powerhouse team. So, yeah, you got that going on. You got the Seattle Kraken uh, going up against Carolina Hurricanes. Another good team there. You got the Pittsburgh Penguins going up against the Florida Panthers. Anaheim, not a very good team this year going up against Montreal. You got Toronto at New York. That might be a good game there. You got Philadelphia at New Jersey. Uh, you got that one. You got Columbus Blue Jackets at Tampa Bay Lightning. You got the Dallas Stars against Washington. You got Nashville at Winnipeg. Vegas Golden Knights against Chicago. Buffalo against Colorado. And then St. Louis against Edmonton. And then the Wings don't play till this Saturday against the Ottawa Senators at 1 p.m. So, yeah, place your bets, all you hockey fanatics. Um, the Bryce definitely needs to start watching some more hockey after watching Tuesday's game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. 6-5, back and forth, exciting stuff. So, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, yeah, you got that going on. And then today's episode is going to be ended once again by soccer. I know we don't talk about soccer a whole lot, but it's the World Cup final. You got France looking to repeat from 2018. They won in 2018 going up against Argentina. I think Argentina, this would be their fourth time. Uh, winning the World Cup if they do win. And this game is going to be on Sunday, December 18th at 10 a.m. So place your bets for that right now. I'm going to go with, uh, let's see. This is, I, like I said, Nebraska doesn't watch a whole lot of soccer. Uh, but I'm going to go with France. I think they repeat as World Cup champions. They will beat Argentina and become the 2022 World Cup champs. They will repeat. That's my pick. How you guys feel about that one? Place your bets. Sunday, December 18th. 10 a.m. It's going to be a good one. But, yeah, that's how we end this episode with soccer once again, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, you got that going on crazy enough. But, yeah, I'm out. That's it. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Guys, time of the Bryce. The Bryce back doing what he does best, doing what he loves to do, talk about sports, talk about anything, really. But, you know, this is a sports podcast, so that's all we talk about. And, other, you know, other things, too but mainly football and all that good stuff. But, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. December 15, 2022, Thursday night. We got Thursday night football. Place your bets. Get your fantasy football lineups ready to go. If you're in the playoffs, good luck. Kick some ass. Have fun. And, uh, yeah, this episode's going to be available <clears throat> later tonight, so be on the lookout for that. And, yeah, thanks for joining me. All right, peace out, guys. Enjoy this weekend. And then, obviously, we got Christmas in a couple of Sundays, so Merry Christmas. Once again, I know I said in the last podcast, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you want to say. I don't care. It doesn't offend me. I'm going to say Merry Christmas, so if you're offended by that, well, that's your problem. So, <laughs> so yep, take care, guys. Listen to this episode. Watch some Thursday night football. Watch some hockey and watch some World Cup um, soccer this Sunday morning. All right, peace out, guys. The prize is out of here.